podcast. It, I just completed my first week of school. It, yes you did. I was trying so hard so, not to say so. Yeah, I know you were. That I was like, okay, what other, what other thing I'm going to say? And I, I got caught up. It. It. I. Maybe you should just use a, some random word each week. Fauntleroy. Mm-hmm. Ketterwall. Ketterwall. I started school this week. <laughs> See? Infinitesimally, I, yes. Um, So anyway, I completed my first week of school. Congrats. Thank you. And? Um, And I kind of wanted to give my report. Um, The podcast started last year. Yes. Last summer. And it was right before my, right before last school year. Mm -hmm. And I did, I don't know if I talked a whole lot about my last school year on the podcast, maybe here and there. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but uh, I had a very difficult school year last year. Right. Um, there were some kids that were really, really great, but for the most part, it was definitely my most challenging year to date. And I feel that from talking to you also, the year prior to that, two years ago, was a very cohesive, very like together group that you were were... It was kind of like the awesomest group, maybe, that you've had. And so it's, it was. A, it's a hard act to follow anyway. And then if you've got some some oddities, it's going to make it even more yeah. challenging. The year before had been my best year. Right. Um, even though there were some challenge, there were some challenging kids that year, too. Like, that was a year where it was the second or third time I was having most of those kids. Right. So that made it... So you knew them. You know. Now, last year was the second time I had a lot of kids, too. But it was different because <laughs> it was a different uh, clientele, I guess, if you will. Okay. Anyway, uh, so this year, I have all new kids. I've never had any of them before. It's kind of good, though, right? You know you've it had, is. like, your it's... best year. You know you've had kind of maybe your right. worst year. So this is kind of a fresh start. Yeah, that's uh, Kind of starting with a blank slate for most of these. Some of them I know because when we do PE, we do we, um, we have two classes together. Mm-hmm. And so I've always done it with uh, a fifth grade teacher, Brenda. And so some of these kids were in her class last year, so I know them a little bit from that. You know their athletic prowess. Yes. <laughs> Which um, is all you care about, right? Right, of course. Um, but anyway, to make a long story short, I'm very excited about this year. I think I have a great, great class. Good. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for your excitement. Thank you. And there's already been a lot of... Just enthusiasm from them and from me, and there's been, like, on the first day of school, you know, they were working on various things, and we were having discussions, and several times, I just got, like, a big smile on my face, like, I think this is going to be a really positive year, and there there have been some kids that have already kind of stepped forward as kids that I know I'm really going to like a lot, Mm -hmm. and really... And or be super disappointed by when they don't pan out. (laughs) Don't say that. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. I'm going to be super disappointed when they wind up pregnant. I'm going to put them on a big pedestal just so they could get, you know. Right. Um, and no kids, as of yet, for the most part, that have really stepped forward as this kid's going to be a pain in my ass all year long. Well, I, I know it is just the first week. I was going to say, I don't know if you remember. I think we were probably on our best behavior in the first week. and I'm not know. sure that's true. Well, maybe the first day. But yeah. certainly by the end of the week, you kind of... You get some sense of certain things. Right. Um, one kid in specific that stands out as being very enthusiastic and everything, um, always raising her hand to the point where, like, 
it's almost comical to me now, the fact that her hand is always up, and I've gotten close to the point where I've started to make jokes, like I'm worried that, you know, we might have to amputate your hand because there's no blood running to it because it's always up in the air, that kind of thing, you know. Uh, these are jokes? Wouldn't that scare a little kid? <laughs> well, that's the, that's one of the other things is I have yet to really push my sarcastic brand of humor on them, and so I, I kind of want to tread carefully. I don't want to. I don't want to just jump in right away with it. I want to yeah. kind of test the waters a little bit. I feel like for a teacher, you don't want them to come out first day like a stand-up comic. Definitely, you want them to come out like a teacher, and then well, kind of as a hard ass early on, right? Too. And then as you get to know them, and they say something funny, then as the student, you're like, oh, that was, that was kind of funny. What he's a real right. person. He's not just a right. strict teacher, right? Yeah. Because sometimes, like when I not well, that I'm saying you're funny. Thank you. Okay. Because I know that's not true. Yeah. When we give when I give spelling tests, um, and I, I usually wait till later in the year to do this because I don't want to screw them up with it. But I'll say the word and then I'll make like a when I you know how you'll say the word and then you'll read a sentence that gives context for it or whatever. You know you've given spelling yeah, tests I, lots of times. I was just giving one <laughs> before we started this. Um, and so anyway, I'll I'll like make a joke with it. At like a pun, like my dad would be very appreciative. Oh, no. And sometimes it's sometimes it's kind of cheesy or whatever, but sometimes it's actually give me a, give me an example. Funny. Well, it's hard to think of one off the top of my head. I'm trying to think. There was one. Um, what was it? There was one last year that really that they love because it was like a pee joke. Mm. Um, was the word urination? No, it was something about. Um, I, I remember my setup for the joke was something like, I had to, I had to check when my brother handed me a, a warm glass that it was, that it was actually or a glass that it was actually apple juice and not a, it was something like that. But anyway. I don't know. Give me a word. Give me a word that would be a spelling word. And I'll try. I don't know. What's a sixth grade reading level spelling word? Irregular. Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that would actually be a good one. It's got right. the double R. It's got a prefix and right. things like that. It's got three um, R's. Well, there's ones. I don't. I don't want to say them because I'll. I'll be humiliating myself right. with how okay. cheesy they okay. are. But I'm imagine sorry, I'm yourself. Sorry to put you on the spot. Imagine yourself as like an 11, 12 year old. The jo- You know, the jokes that you find funny are different. Right. Obviously. Actually, for me, <laughs> for me they're right. probably the same. Right. I mean, you pee um, jokes is yeah. right up my alley. Well, that's really the peak of humor. Yeah. Anyway, um, getting back to the, this kid, um, she came to back to school night, and the next day was like I, one of the things I talked about was uh, accelerated projects, ways to like do extra credit stuff and get ahead, and, you know, do stuff to prepare you for honors in middle school. The next day she comes in like, oh, I want one of these packets. She meets with me at the back table and we talk about it and she wants to get started and everything, you know, so. So is she an overachiever or she's just like she's a hard worker. dialed she's a hard in. worker. Okay. Yeah. But she's But got, like, do the other kids resent her for no, always raising not. her hand? Definitely and... not. Definitely not. Okay. Um, so you have a favorite after five days. No, I, I, it's one kid that stood out. There's lots of kids that I really, really like already. Um, but anyway, the other thing that, that made her stand out Uh-oh. is at the beginning of the year we do time capsules. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, they write their favorites of things. So a couple years ago, all the girls were like, oh, I love Jonas Brothers. And then right. by the end of the year, they're like, oh, I can't believe I like the Jonas Brothers so much. They put a piece of string. It's so funny to think like in, you know, eight months or whatever, you, you yeah. well, age that much. Well, and here's another thing that I thought was funny. And I think I used you as an example. Um, did you put me in your time capsule? <laughs> 
<laughs> one of the things is one of the activities is called circle of friends. Uh-huh. And so you you make you on a page you put a circle and you put yourself in it. You can either put a picture or your name. And then you think about who your friends are mm-hmm. and based on how close you are to those friends, you draw a line and then another circle. So if they're really close to you, the line is really short to that friend. Okay. If they're not so close a friends farther away and you make the circle so it's like a way to graphically or visually show here's how close i am to these various did people. you draw my circle on top of you <laughs> no, but yeah because we're close <laughs> what um there's no way that could not be interpreted a gateway did you draw my circle inside yours <laughs> because we're close I drew my tube inside your circle. <laughs> we live together. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I put. I mean, I, I, I used. I think I used you as an example, and Zach as an example too. Obviously, he lives across the street. And then, not to, not to be insulting, because right. it was. It's not saying I don't like this person. But my other example was Phil, who's a close friend, but he lives on the other side of the country. Right. I don't see him very often, so year, his line is farther away. Yeah. Anyway, um, for one of the time capsule things. It was, what's your favorite movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, she, this girl... She said, Last Tango in Paris. She said, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh. Which you may say that too, but one, it's a cute, you know, kid movie. But wasn't that... That came out when we were kids. Exactly. How many kids would put a movie oh, that see. was made before I they see. were born? That's good. I look around at other kids and it's whatever the last movie they saw Up. was. Yeah. Right? The other... One of the kids had The Other Guys. Nice. <laughs> Wait, oh, I think Expendables, but yeah, I'm with you now. Yeah. What if she had put, like, Goonies or something oh, that was awesome when then, we were kids? Then I would have made her stand on her desk and say, this is an example of what you should be like. <laughs> As a tear runs down your yeah. cheek. Because honestly, children. All Dogs Go to Heaven isn't, like, my favorite movie or ever, but no. it's, like, kind of what it represents in terms of, you know, how she's... Yeah, I dig that about her. ...and stuff like that, so... I like her, too. We'll see. Hopefully she won't, you know, get knocked out by the end of the year and well disappoint me like that. Just... You know, keep a professional with her. And... <laughs> so, uh, buzzing. Wow. Um, so when you were talking about the Circle of Friends, it reminded yeah. me of something. Okay. The Do movie you... Circle of Friends that yes. you loved with Minnie Driver? Yeah, I loved it. Uh, is that the one where she died? God, I hope so. Okay. I just remember being made to watch that movie by a former girlfriend and yeah. not enjoying it. How could you? So, do you remember in Miss Lord's class? I think it was Anthropology. So, okay. like, early on in junior year. And she was talking about, she got, like, two... Reciprocity? In gift-giving? No, it was about the Circle of Friends thing. She was talking about two students in a different class, a prior class, I guess. And they had drawn on the board all the people they had, like, hooked up with... Oh, right! ...to find yeah. how they connected. And I was listening to the story, I was like, that's cool. But then it was like, it was, you know, I was going... Who's hooking up this much? <laughs> because, you know, we had a few girlfriends or, you know, air quotes, girlfriends, whatever. But by like, you know, first couple of weeks of junior year, not really a lot of hooking up, I would say. For me, at least. <laughs> well, you just have your circle over in the corner by yourself. I know. Right? I was just wondering that. Well, that connection thing is something. You in should the, do that with your kids. In the Flying V, we always talked about that. We always talked about like who was connected to who because... There were often girls that were hooked up with by multiple Flying V members. Right. And so I'd be like, oh, I'm connected to Zach through this person and Robes through this person. And, but know. I mean, I feel like most of, of the people that, that we hung out with didn't have a lot of like random hookups. 
there were a lot of like air quote long term you know relationships that right. last half a school year or whatever. Well, but, think to our friends. There were certain people that went out with multiple of our friends, right? But over the course of like four years, yeah. I'm just saying. She made it sound like it was like an episode of Jersey Shore, like just drawing I, all I, these arrows well, to look everyone. At, think about the group of kids that were a year older than us. I think they were more loose in their morals than we were. Really? Definitely. Because I say they seem nerdier. No. Maybe some of the IB kids. Yeah. But not like, I don't want to say people's names. I feel like, like, no, no, don't. I feel like morals <laughs> uh, loosen as, as the generations get younger. I think we were an anomaly. I think I think for the most part we were like we were more Dawson's Creekish in terms of our in terms of our <laughs> back to this. Well, no, I I, I I no, I think we were nine or two and ish. See, I don't. That was that would be more. Didn't we hang out at a fifties diner and play songs on the jukebox <laughs> that were easy to get the rights to to play on TV all the time? We didn't have a, we didn't have a lot of uh, pregnancy scares freshman year. Yeah. It was their sophomore year. <laughs> That's you? when we started knocking them up. <laughs> All right. Okay. So first year, first or excuse me, first week of school, very good. Let's hope that I don't come back next week and I'm like, oh, I hate these kids. Off but to a good start. Off to a good so start. You don't think this year is going to kill you, huh? No. And I've met some of the parents too, and I, I really like the parents so far um, from what I've met and everything. And... I was making a segue by saying kill you. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was very smooth. <laughs> it was. <laughs> speaking of smooth, speaking speaking of, of death. Let's play a game. It's called... That was like uh, Paul Rudd in I Love You, Man, with the smoothness of it. Slapping the bass. Exactly. I want to play a game called Are They Dead? Oh, I will be terrible at this. It's but about... Okay. It's about uh, I heard this idea on Corolla. Not the yeah. actual answers, but I heard this idea. There's certain celebrities that when they get to, like, you know, between 65 and dead, I guess, there's sort of a... You don't hear from them a lot. You're like, oh, is that person still alive? I remember at trivia at Sac Brew, the mm-hmm. guy would occasionally have these sheets that he would do at other trivia places, mm-hmm. and he'd be like, you know, what is this corporate logo? And there'd be like fifteen of them, and you have, or what is this country? And you'd, it would just have the shape of the country. And I remember one of them was dead or alive, mm-hmm. and it was like several of those people. Well, then maybe you'll be good at this. I won't be. Okay. Well, let's. Play. How many are there? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, like seven. You're like 75. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to be here all night long. Hal Holbrook. Uh, okay. Hal Holbrook. Give me his CV. Well, he was, uh, on a West Wing once and he was... I was on a West Wing once. He's, he's, you've, you know. I've heard the name. He's old guy. I would look him up on my iPhone, but then it would probably tell me if he was alive or dead. Right. Yeah. Um... Well, we could look look up uh, like a Google image search yeah. or something. Uh, let's just go <laughs> for the sake of time. He, I think he played Mark Twain some in something maybe. I'm gonna say dead. He's alive. Oh, it really helps if you know who these people are. It does he's alive? He's well, eighty. He's eighty five. Okay, but he's alive. My grandma's gonna be turning like ninety seven or ninety eight soon. Is she still alive? She is. Okay. I don't think you get more years <laughs> when you're dead. Um, Kirk Douglas. I believe he is alive. He is alive. Yes! He's 93. Yeah. 93. Uh, Ned Beatty. Mm, I know Ned Beatty. He was in... <laughs> Have you talked to him recently, though? <laughs> he was in The Wizard. <laughs> he was in The Wizard? He was. 
Who was it? You mean the, the Fred Savage yeah. video games one? He was like the dad or whatever, I think. Ooh. The granddad? The dad? I think so. Well, no? Well, is he alive? Doesn't he... He has a family of other... Is that what I'm thinking of? He's in Deliverance. Yeah. In, I think that's who it is. He's in uh, Superman. He's like Lex Luthor's henchman. Mr. Luthor. I'm going to say he's dead. He's not dead. He's alive. God, what is this? They're all alive. I was like, the first two were alive. Someone's got to be dead. And he's only 73. Okay. Yeah. That proves see, why, see, you tricked me by saying, could he have been the father? Maybe the grandfather well, but, of the wizard. Well, the wizard came out, what, 20 years ago? Okay. So, I guess he was only 53. He's just always seemed like an old guy, though. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that it was... It was, that's what I'm thinking of then. All right. We'll, we'll look back to that. Ned Beatty. Yeah. On we can, this, we can try Ned and turn Beatty this into a Ned Beatty podcast if you like. All right. I can go all day. Maybe he's one of those guys that has always seemed old. Much okay. like George Kennedy. He was the captain in Naked Gun movies. I'm going to say dead. He's alive. Fuck you. <laughs> they all alive. <laughs> this should be just a list of people who are still alive. Okay. Okay, this is... This Can you is, believe this guy? <laughs> this is a twofer. This is uh, a Trading Places themed twofer. twofer. Donna Michi and Ralph Bellamy. Donna? Don Michi. Amici. Okay. They were, I, I, you know, I got that. The old guys yeah. that made the bet. The brothers. Um, Mortimer and yes. someone. Yeah. Um, okay... Wasn't Amici also in Cocoon? Probably. I'm going to say he's dead. Okay, and? And I'm going to say the other guy's alive. They're both dead. I got one for two. You got one for two. What, two for five now? Is that right? Who knows? Okay. I think this is the last one. Martin Landau. Old man. Oh, no, I know who Martin Landau is. Star of Baps. Really? Black American princesses. No, I know what Baps is for. (laughs) Well, he was in it, wasn't he? Really? Yeah. Are you asking? Did you see it? No, did you? You saw Babs? No, I did not see Babs. Did you but see remember, Baby's Kids? <laughs> we used to always make fun of it. Right. Even though Halle Berry was in it. Okay, that's not enough for me. Yeah. Halle Berry was in Catwoman, dressed provocatively. True. Still not enough. I didn't even see Monster's Ball. I, I, I may be an anti-Halle Berry. I didn't see, mm. what was the one, Swordfish? Yeah, I didn't, didn't see, see that, that either. either. I'm surprised you didn't see I saw that. Die Another Day. Uh, me too. Uh, what was the other one that she was in? Um, no, Monster. Did I say Monster's Ball already? Yeah, you said Monster's Ball already. Yeah, yeah I don't think I've seen a lot of Halle Berry movies either. No. She's good looking. Was she in Boomerang? I don't Maybe. know who she was. That was a good movie. I don't know. Anyway. Martin Landau. Yeah, he's been old forever. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Martin Landau is alive, because I'm an optimist. He is alive. So, out of all of those, were two of them dead? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was and the dead to... ones were Amici and... And Ralph Bellamy. Oh, so both of those guys. Yeah, the brothers. From Trading Places. I was trying to think of people that I'd wonder, like, I wonder if that person is still alive. But they all still were. Hmm. Next time I'll have to right. think of all dead people for you. Please. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That way I'll be able to make sure that I uh, have a little more success. Okay, so um, it is time to bring back an old podcast favorite. Okay. Um, A little activity I like to call Agree-Disagree. 
where you're going to make some statements. And I'm I have gonna, three statements. I'm going to tell you okay. how I feel about them. Yeah. And at the end, you'll tell me, uh, of each of them, you'll give me a definitive either agree or disagree. Well, for the, hope of, for the sake of conversation, I hope I disagree, right? Um, they're not necessarily... If your statements are going to be like, Al-Qaeda is bad and things, <laughs> you know. Well, they're not necessarily like, this is how I feel. Right. Do you feel the same? Some of them will be, but not necessarily. Okay. Statement number one. Bring it. There is no longer such a thing as appointment television. Okay. Agree? Oh, I thought you were going to make... Yeah, uh, I agree. Well, so appointment television, you mean like people would... I got to be home Thursday at 9 because Cheers is on or something. Yeah. No, of course not. Well... Obviously, the, with the rise of DVR and everything, right. people can record and watch later. Right. But are there still shows where people are like, it's such a hot topic and things like that that I have to watch it now? If there are, there I don't watch them. Okay. Or, you know, like someone will come up to me at work or something and be like, oh, did you see 30 Rock last night? And I'm like, oh, no, I TiVo'd it. You know, it's not. And they know to shut and up I, about it. And... Yeah, and I don't feel bad for like, oh, no, I don't know what everyone's talking about. It, you know, they just can't then reference a joke or something. One of the things that, that But makes... you watch Lost and, and stuff. That's, see, that's the big one for me. That's more discussion friendly. Lost, Lost now going off the air or ending, you know, mm-hmm. makes that may have been kind of the death knell of a point but, of television because that was something where it was like, I have to watch Lost. But you didn't have to watch it, you know, Tuesdays at 9. You had to watch it maybe Tuesday, but if you were doing something, you could start it when you got home on TiVo. You know, you had to watch it before would, the next day type of thing. But I would still call that appointment television, though, because it was like, mm. I mean, I can watch it 15 minutes later to skip the commercials, but it's still... It's still but having you, to you watch didn't it. have to cancel plan. You wouldn't cancel plans to watch it. False. Seriously, I would be like, I have, I. Well, bec- here's the other thing. Sometimes it it wouldn't start to like ten. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm already staying up till eleven. I have to get up the next day. So I, I would be like, I have to be home. You know, I, wow. I want to be done. I don't want to be up till. Midnight and you watching. had to watch it same day because people the next day would would talk to you or want to talk to you about yeah. it. Or and, you would hear. Things I I or... kind of became. For whatever reason, kind of the lost guy at my work site, and so nerd alert. Well, hey, I will. I have no shame about that. Lost is a great show. It's, I know everyone says that. Um, and so people would want to say, "Oh, what about this? What about this?" And because it was that type of show that had so many big like reveals and things like right. that, you, it, you you didn't want to be out of the loop. So so you you made an appointment to maybe. Uh, lead or, or you know inspire these type of discussions more than you didn't want to show up at work and have people at the water cooler going, Oh, I couldn't believe Mark died last night and you'd right. be like, Oh, I haven't watched it. Right. So you were it was like you had a role to people were expecting yeah. you to yeah. come in with Because knowledge. I feel like twenty four, for example, I didn't feel the same you know, need yeah. or demand because it was like, well, you know, talk to me about it tomorrow, I'll watch it when I get home today or something like that. Yeah. Both lost. It was like every week there was just the possibility of some big thing happening, right. more so than any other show. And so, with it being gone now, the, the there's a couple things that that are still it to some extent appointment television. And I would say, while it's not for me, one of them is certain reality shows. Yeah. Well, I guess anything that people are going to want to talk about a lot, and that is a big one. 
um, would be. But other than that, I'd say like award shows, mm. maybe. That's a good call. You know, like no one TiVo's the Emmys and watches them a week later. Yeah. Or uh, um, sporting events. That's the other big one is sporting events. And now that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about because I know that you sometimes have watched. Yeah. Like you've tried to go home and watch the game afterwards or whatever. It never works. Either there's that one where like you and a bunch of other people were, were mm-hmm. texting me. I like, would oh, see what just happened when Euclid got hit in the head, which by the way happened like every other day. And then I, I didn't know what you're talking about. His big head. And then there's other, you know, my phone will go off with the final score or something, right. or I'll, I'll I'll hear something and I'll know. Oh, nothing happens till the fifth inning, and I fast forward anyway. Yeah, it 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 never works. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm gonna try it tomorrow. Tomorrow, Liverpool plays uh. at Manchester City at noon. And they, it's on ESPN two or ESPN or ESPN two. Mm-hmm. So I'm recording it, and I'm going to watch it when I get home. Now, fortunately, I don't think I'll have a lot of people texting me and be like, "Oh, can you believe Torres scored three, you know, two right. goals or whatever?" The only person who because could, you don't have a lot of British friends. Well, the only person who could possibly screw it up for me would be Alex. Alex, he'll be at work. Yeah, he won't be watching it. I don't think or following it before I would. No. Well, that's not his team. That's your right, team, right? right. So but he, I don't think he'd do it just to like stick it to me or things no, like that. Yeah. So. I, I, I'm intrigued or curious to, to see, you know. You know, I feel like before the iPhone, you you would get a text message, but you had to, like, kind of open it, like opening an envelope to see it. Mm-hmm. And now it just it just blasts it's, them right there on the front screen. Right? So it makes There's, it a lot harder when someone's does. like, oh, Red Sox just lost. And you're yeah. like, oh, well, great. I know how this one ends. Exactly. There's or no, if you have a very no vulgar filter. friend and you set your phone on your desk at work like I do and they... The vulgar friend happens to text you something, and and you have your and text, people are there text to voice thing on, so it just starts talking it to exactly. you. Exactly, yeah, that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about. I'm excited one that it's on ESPN and I can watch it because, um, you know, it's hard to to catch those games, right? And um, and it's on at noon. Yeah. So it's not. Is it live? Yeah, it's eight p.m. Okay, their time. It's an eight hour time difference. Um, but, uh, what was I going to say? Um, I think, you know, I'm the type of person who's always like checking their phone for information and things like that. And I'm just going to, I was talking to Amanda about it. She's like, there's no way you're going to do it. I right. said, I'll just, I you just have to won't. like not look at your ESPN yeah, app, I just won't. not look at news or anything, sports news. If it's important to me, I can do it. I'm not like addicted to my phone where I. So okay, so let me ask you this: you you picture yourself going home and watching all ninety plus minutes of this game, or yes. do you think you'll like kind of skip ahead? And no, I want to watch it. I want to see the stuff beforehand. Like if there's you know the crowd, how the crowd is, and things right, like that. Right, but I mean the actual play is so long and so uninterrupted. Well, I'm glad that you brought that up because that. Okay, let's get back to to number one. Okay. I agree. Agree. There's no longer such a thing as appointment television. But I think I I think I feel like it's been gone for far longer than you have mm-hmm. because you you and still you, think that Lost and things were like that. And but you, so you don't think like the Oscars are appointment television? Well, that's what I said. I, I in terms of regular everyday television, I think it doesn't exist. So it's it's only uncertain. I think it's limited to award shows and sports events. Okay. I don't even think reality shows because people can just say, "Oh, I haven't seen Real Housewives yet. Don't tell me what happens." Yeah, but if it's like a big one, like The Bachelor, or American the finale, Idol. Yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. 
Like, I don't even watch it, but I know who won the So You Think You Can Dance. And Rachel hasn't watched it yet. She's like, oh, don't tell me. And, <laughs> and then we were watching The Soup, and they... Dude, wasn't it like three weeks ago? That it yeah, <laughs> well, TiVo. Yeah. We, uh, The Soup was going to, oh, and this week on the finale, she's like, oh, change the channel, we can't watch this, you know, so. Statement number two. Okay. Last weekend's viewing of Liverpool versus Arsenal mm, yes. was a fun experience. Uh, well, <laughs> for the sake of our listeners, uh, last Sunday, Jacob and his wife and Mr. Alex Perez and his wife and myself, wifeless, went to <laughs> fifth wheel Fossum, <laughs> went to Fox and Goose to watch us some um, English Premier League action early in the morning. Yeah. Um, and... I'll I'll tell you this. I I enjoy getting breakfast. <laughs> well, that's true. I enjoy hanging out with uh, you and Alex and Laura. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> and, and Rachel, but I hang out with Rachel all the time. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. That's <laughs> hilarious. I really liked all the people that were there. You Except and Alex and Laura. My <laughs> wife, who's always around. Not so fast. Rachel. No, no. I, you... She, okay, okay. she knows what I meant. Don't okay. try and make this husbandry. Um, I enjoy, yeah, but the game itself dragged on a little. Okay. When I was done with breakfast and uh, the girls went for a walk or something. and You kind of wanted to be a girl and go for the walk with them? A little bit, yeah. No, I didn't. But here's the thing. Maybe it's this. Breakfast is, is a finite thing. You get your breakfast. You eat your breakfast. You have a couple cups of coffee. You're done. Maybe if you never like read the paper or something afterwards and kind of marinate. No, but I was saying maybe if the game was later and it was more a bar themed, I could just oh I'll have another beer, or whatever. Right. Like, and it would make the time go. Right. But it it got to a point where it's like I'm done with breakfast. So you're just sitting there watching. This game's going on and on and on, and also my back was to the TV and right. stuff, so, and I just didn't care. I think I think the it was more fun watching you guys watching it. Yeah. Okay. And watching Alex. With his scaring that old lady. <laughs> Dude, they, you didn't even really see the extent of them. Yeah. They were like, there was a couple of them on the verge of like, talking to management and everything, because he but would, he would for, be out of his seat, about to go crazy, and... You know, yeah. I wish they would, because it would give me something to do, <laughs> and that would be... Gotcha. Issue a fuck off. Because you're in a bar... Right, and there's, we were in the bar area, a not the restaurant room. Area. There's the bar area, and yes, Sunday at you know seven thirty a.m. You're not ex- expecting a boisterous crowd, but I feel if they had, you know, if that old lady trying to read her paper um, had, you know, talked to the manager, oh, can you ask these hooligans to leave? <laughs> if if the manager was really subscribing to this whole English pub feel, yeah, he would have to- he would have called her a c word because the English say that all the time. <laughs> And said like hey, crusty old. <laughs> yeah, and said what? What are you gonna do? It, it's a soccer match in right. a in a bar. And lady. they they specifically told me they go sit at home with your cats. They couldn't turn on the volume, right. but that we could be as loud as we wanted. Right now, obviously, I still felt that I couldn't be quite as loud as I wanted. You know, you know, essentially. Right. And I think I agree. It would be much more enjoyable at like a rowdy bar where we were having some drinks. Yeah, and, and there were people you know making lots of noise and, right. and that part of it. Um, the the biggest bummer for me was Liverpool's only goal was scored was in the bathroom. Yes, you know, yeah, because it was halftime. I was like, all right, I got still have a little bit of time. You know, for the American sports like American football, 
you know, oh, it's still halftime. I'll go in there. There's gonna, you know, they'll well, come back. They'll talk for a while. Right. They'll go through some highlights and then back in. But boom, like right away. Right With those the games, there's no ads, there's no halftime. You are, like, committed for 95 but that's minutes. that's what's great, I think, is that it's like, this is how long the game's going to be. It's not going to run, you know, right. an hour longer than you would anticipate. You don't have to, all the, oh, we got to cut for commercial, oh, we got to cut. It's, you know, right. that's one of the best things about it. Um, actually, when I was coming out of the bathroom... I heard Alex. Yeah, nice. And I couldn't tell. I, I, I could tell something had happened. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if it was good or bad because I just heard him being loud. Well, that sounds like that the passage in the Bloody Confused book where he talks about mm. some match where he's outside and he right. hears everyone but he doesn't know really what happened and wants it, to know. Is and... that the one also where he at the end, he's watching the whole game and there's like no scoreboard? And so like there's a couple goals that happen and so he doesn't know... Yeah, like he comes in a little bit late, so he's he doesn't not sure know if it's how zero, much time zero, or one he zero. Know the score is, yeah. And so he's like, "Did we just tie? Yeah. Are we still losing? I'm not sure." Exactly. Um, but yeah, so I heard that noise, and I was like, "Because uh, Joe Cole for Liverpool got a red card at the at the end of the first half, I assumed that it was an Arsenal goal, right? And I assumed, oh great, I went to the bathroom, and now we're down one zero. I'll have to oh, never make... going to the bathroom again. <laughs> I'll just have to make an excuse. Well, we were down a man. You know, we put forth a good effort. Right. And I come out and I find that Liverpool scored. The guy that I had been talking trash about who I thought sucked for our team right. scores this great goal and everything. And You know, not to defend the lonely old C-word trying to have a breakfast, but Alex was sort of jumping up and yelling. And, and it wasn't necessarily an eminent goal situation. It, you know. Oh, in some situations? Yeah, I feel yeah. like there was a lot where he's just right. like, yeah, go! And yeah. you're like, what? They're just oh, and t- tremendous throw-in! <laughs> run down the field! You know, it wasn't like... It wasn't... I mean, yeah, I love Alex, of course. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure he's listening. But uh, it wasn't always like, we're about to score, you know? Yeah. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. It's like uh, you go, when you go to a Giants game and you're watching it and they, and they hit a fly ball... And the crowd's like, oh my god, it's home run! And like, the, the shortstop, shortstop catches, catches it. Yeah. And catches it yeah. <laughs> the shortstop takes a step forward and catches it. So, I need a definitive agree or disagree. Okay, let, me re- let me reread the statement. Last weekend's viewing of Liverpool versus Arsenal was a fun experience. Well, I can either agree with caveats or disagree. I'll disagree. Okay. As I said, I, I had fun hanging out with you guys, and uh, breakfast was great. If 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 you called me and said, "Oh, me and Alex are gonna go to Fox and Goose this Sunday to watch soccer again," I'd say like, "All right, I'll stop by for a while," but I wouldn't mm, commit, you commit to the whole to time, the whole time gotcha. like I did last time. You'd be like, "Let let me figure. What time does the game start?" Okay, eight. I'll, I'll show up at nine uh, thirty. Yeah, because everything happens in the last five minutes anyway. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have I haven't become a soccer fan. Dot 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 yet. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> I just, but I just wanted to give you that that like hope. I know there's no hope. Okay. Um, uh, you know, one of the things that Alex and I had said is, oh, you know, whoever wins the soccer game will win Jacob's allegiance. And it figures that it would end up as a draw so that you're right. a fan of neither and you still don't care. Okay, statement number three. I'm a fan of breakfast. There you go. The real winner. <laughs> you should get a breakfast jersey. Yes. <laughs> statement number three. Agree or disagree? Steven Tyler, as a judge on American Idol, is a good thing. Have you heard about this? I have heard this. Um, I would say agree. I mean, Let I don't... Let me look at the answer to see if that's correct. <laughs> Did I win? <laughs> I, I wouldn't say Steven Tyler 
is necessarily the most musically gifted person, but is that what you want? Do you want the most musically gifted well, person? Well, I don't care. I, you know, I don't. I don't watch. Who? Okay, who could become an American Idol judge that would make you want to watch it? I will tell you. Okay, William Jeff, Shatner, Jeffrey Ross. Okay, there's been a there's been a Twitter campaign Indeed. about get Jeffrey Ross on Idol, and I I think that'd be funny because I think he's funny on the roasts, and they need. I feel like. So they still have the the one guy, Randy. Yeah. And I feel like he's very neutral. I, I, from what I've heard, I've never seen an episode. I swear. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel like he's neutral. Have you ever seen The English Patient? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I feel like, um, from what I've heard, he doesn't really say, oh, you should do this, or oh, that was great. It was just like, apparently he says dog a lot. He does. I get that from I, Adam I wasn't Carolla. feeling you, dog. Feel, yeah. And so it's not like helpful. And then I feel like you've got the uh, British guy that's like, oh, you suck. But he's gone. Right. He's and then you'd have some sure. other girl, who, I don't know if it was Paul Abdul or Ellen DeGeneres or whoever. I, I think Paul maybe... left and they like brought some other person on the year before who's some nobody. Uh-huh. And then I think they, don't they also have Ellen on it this year? But I heard she's done too. No. So, but I feel like, I feel like the, I feel like the black guy's neutral. Whoever the woman is, is the like comforting, motherly, you, you gave it your best type. And mm-hmm. then the British guy's like, you're never going to be a star. Right. And so, I feel like Jeffrey Ross... The guy that's like, I will trash you so bad that if I ever give you a compliment, you know that it's really meaningful. I think right. that's the right. big thing about him, is if he ever actually says something positive, it's like, wow, that means a lot since you're such a... So, I feel like the, I feel like Jeffrey Ross could be a good replacement for the guy. Now, he obviously doesn't know anything about music recording. See, I don't care about that. But it'd be good... Uh, I want entertainment. It'd be good roasting. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm looking... At least bring them on for the beginning when there's all the lame people that come on and like right. you know are are not legitimate contenders. I say I'm fine with Steven Tyler. I mean, why not? You know. Um, I don't watch the show either. What? I don't. I thought you did. No, you used to. No, you never did. No. I I'll, I'll watch occasionally when the the beginning part is on. I don't care about people does singing a, well. Does Amanda watch if I, it? Sometimes. Okay. When, she's not like a big, big person. I thought you watched it. If I want to listen to people sing well, I'll pop in a CD or put on my iPod. Or come over and, here and listen to me sing for you. <laughs> or, or invite you to come over and play rock band. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and here's the thing with me and reality shows. I don't care about these random people. I don't. And so when they build the background, oh, this right. difficult person's life, oh, they have a kid at home, oh, yeah. oh Ooh, his I, brother died of leukemia and he exactly. sings for his brother exactly. every week. I don't yeah, care yeah, at yeah. all about that. Right. And I know that it makes me seem like a hard ass sometimes, but I don't care. It makes you seem more heterosexual than previously awesome. thought. I'm worried about that, so. Yeah. Um, so anyway, like, I, but I know that that's what women really care about. They care yeah. about the people and their story. Right. So maybe you want to try to appeal more to the male crowd. Try to bring some of them in with the comic relief, with the, you know, the people that we like or respect. Someone that, you know, like if Bon Jovi was on there, would you watch it maybe for that? No. And I... <laughs> I love that there's no hesitation. Well, I think he has been on it. I mean, not... No, I mean like a judge. Like, well, you know when you watch it. No. I like Bon Jovi because I like his songs. Mostly his late '80s songs, but <laughs> does he have others? It's not like I like his his you know personality or way of telling people that they just didn't do a good job. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't watch to see him sit behind a desk and be like, "Uh, you were flat on that note, dog." But see, that's the yeah. 
I, I feel like you should have, in my ideal setting, you have one judge who's like the musical, um, the guy who knows about music. Maybe in this case it's Steven Tyler. But someone else, like, like Bono or, you know, Eddie Vedder, someone like that. Right. Then, this, okay, this is my ideal lineup. You have the music guy like that. Like uh, Ben Folds and that other singing one, you know? I like seeing Ben Folds. The Ooh. one where, the acapella one. Yeah, I don't... Remember we talked about this on a podcast with the dude yeah. from Boy from Boys to Men oh. and the, the uh, Pussycat that, Dolls girl? I thought that was one, like, Don't Forget the Lyrics no, one. No, that was the acapella one. Oh, okay. So you have you have your one guy who, like, knows about music. Right. For my sake, I'll say it's any better. Right. Okay. Then you have your eye candy girl, the one who's super supportive. Filling the Paul Abdul or Ellen DeGeneres role? <laughs> yeah. In this case, uh, maybe... I see we're using eye candy loosely. <laughs> May, well, they just didn't do a very good job getting legitimate eye okay. candy. You make it, let's say, Alyssa Milano. <laughs> Done. Okay, so we got Eddie Vedder, Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Then we need the guy who cracks on them, hard-ass, that guy. Right. Um, who could be Jeffrey Ross. Right. I think it'd be kind of funny to see Gilbert Gottfried or something like that. Gosh. It'd be funny. <laughs> Your voice little... sounds terrible! Exactly. Can he really tell anyone their voice sounds terrible? <laughs> that would... I don't know if the irony would ever right. cease to be funny in that case. But yeah, um, but yeah that that's my ideal lineup. You have the guy who knows about music, just to give it a little legitimacy. Then you have your eye candy. Then you have your comic relief. Uh, let me, That's something Let me I give watch. you this. American Idol, nothing to do about music. You don't need a music guy. This isn't like you're a great musician. This is who can we make Who can we make into a star that girls will want posters of on their walls and stuff. Proof. I mean, is, is Justin Bieber a great musician? Are the Jonas Brothers great musicians? I don't think so. I, I haven't heard them, but I don't think so. It's, it's who, you know, who, who's going to sell records or you know itunes downloads not based on everyone loves this song but everyone loves this person and this persona so yeah. what do you need i mean steven tyler maybe hasn't had a hit record in you know 15 years but but it doesn't here's the matter. thing steven tyler knows what it is to be like a leading front man to be some to be that guy in the spotlight who knows how to carry himself on a stage who knows how to be who knows how to handle that kind of media he can, attention he, he can tell him what it takes well, to let him go. He, here's my favorite part about the possibility of Steven Tyler as the judge. He's got his little microphone on the, the scarves, the scarves on the little next to his Coca Cola, and everything comes out like unintelligible. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you have, Keith, maybe you have Keith Richards there. With him. Yeah. That'd be a great panel. <laughs> Keith Richards, uh, Steven Tyler, and uh, Bob Dylan. Janis Joplin's course, 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 course. Her course, course. Um. Uh, yeah. So, what, so what was your statement? Steven Tyler as a judge on American Idol is a good thing. Sure. I mean, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. By the way, final point about these reality show things. My least favorite part, I don't know how often, I mean, you know you watch Food Network. That counts as a reality show, I think. No, because I don't watch the ones about, like, who's going to be the next chef or whatever. I, I watch the ones where they're actually making something and go, oh, I could do that. But are there other people on there, things like that, or...? It's just the guy, like, here's what I'm doing, I'm making this, I'm making that. I usually watch the ones with the, the girls. No shame in that. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it's just that. Do you guys ever watch the home and garden ones at all? Rachel does. Ra no, Rachel watches the next food 
star and the next Home and Garden star. Or See, but I even more than just those, the one where it's like a competition for a winner. Yeah. Like it, like the ones where it's like, oh, this is a young couple and they're looking to buy their first home and everything. The the problem I have with that is like the the super cheesy scripted parts when it's mm-hmm. like, then they're gonna go to this and I wonder if they will blah 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 blah. Right. And they go in and they say, oh, this is really nice and. The person taking around says, "Well, this is the kitchen," and they're like, "No shit, I've seen a yeah, kitchen exactly. before." Is that what? The oh, this room with the oven is not the bedroom. <laughs> it's just so like, I, I feel like they could just play music and show the the what's going on, and that would be better because listening to what these people say, who cares what they say? It's whether I like what's going on or not, not what these people. You think know, it'll be good. It. They always create that drama, like, okay, you know, the the Andersons just put in an offer on the house. Will it be accepted? Yeah. Like, we'll be back. Yeah. They should do that on cooking shows. Like, they put something in the oven. And it's like, uh, is she gonna burn this meatloaf? <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Did these eggs have salmonella in them? <laughs> Will a guest choke to death on a fish bone? That'd be awesome. We put a bone in one of these people's dishes. Yes. That would be a good show. Be? Yeah. Attention producers listening to our podcast. Yeah. That would be a good show. Just Ooh, call it Sudden Death. Good name, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Also a good Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Well. You could have just Jean- said a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme plus hockey equals was box that, office. No. Success. What was the one where he was twins? That wasn't the one where he was twins? That was the movie Twins with no. Danny DeVito. There was one where there was two Jean-Claude's. No. Double Impact, maybe. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there there was one on the uh, earlier today. I think it was Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman Ooh. called Simon Says. Oh, yeah. S-E-Z. Well, yeah. Mm, that's got to be a contender for worst movie ever. <laughs> Simon would not pass your spelling <laughs> test. Yes. Uh, okay, so to recap your agreements slash disagreements, mm-hmm. you agree there is no longer such a thing as appointment television, except for occasional uh, Super Bowl award shows, season finale. Yeah, but, so. but no, I, I agree, that I agree with no caveats, because I think those things have always been and will always be a sort of appointment, whereas... Well, then there I is feel such like, a thing as appointment television. No, but I feel like in terms of, I feel like... 10, 20 years ago, a regular network TV show was an appointment. Te- you know, everyone had to be home to watch Cheers, 30 Cosby Show. Yeah, whatever. And now it's like, who cares? I'll watch it whenever. So I, I think there's, I think there's not appointment TV. I don't, I'm confused because it sounds like you're saying that there are certain things that are important to people to watch live, but not like okay. But you wouldn't. So, but you, so wouldn't you think call of, of that. you think of appointments as like weekly, like every week yeah. you watch this, as opposed to right. once a year. Things. Right. Okay. Right. 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 Yeah, I don't think it exists. Number two, um, you wholeheartedly agreed that it was, you had fun last weekend. I disagreed. Okay. <laughs> when pressed. And Steven Tyler on a judge. Good thing. Still not going to make you watch it. Yeah, but I well, I agree. Like, yeah, sure, it's great. I mean, it couldn't be worse. Is Steven Tyler still alive? Yeah, I'm pretty. He was had a tough year, I think. Didn't he get kicked out of Aerosmith and sent to rehab or something? Did he? I don't know. Something like that. That's that's a pretty bad bluff by the rest of Aerosmith. I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, who's gonna go watch all the other guys? I mean, I know well, we no, know they would who get they someone, are, but, like but Journey still. did. You know. What if they swapped? What if Steve Perry goes to Aerosmith and Ooh. Steven Tyler goes to Journey? 
That could be good. Steven Tyler singing some Journey songs? That might be interesting. Well, let's make it a show called Steve Swap. Because mm. oh, they're oh, both supposed to. Yeah. Interesting. Was that one of the ones we picked when we did our? Remember we did our? Uh, yeah. Our soy bomb podcast. Uh, I would hope so because that'd be great. That's pretty good. What's we, the we, third one? Steve Winwood. Sure. Or some other kind of Steven. That may have been one we actually did. It could have. I I, 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 I I don't know if we picked that concert, it, but yeah, I would go to that concert. Yeah. Okay. We can ask Rachel. Oh, She's Stevie our... Nicks, maybe. I feel like we did do this mm. one. We did. Yeah. I just don't remember if that's one we picked or not. Who were the Steves? Steve Perry was definitely there. Steve, I'm sure Steven Tyler. Oh, Steven Jenkins from Third Eye Blind was one of the ones we mentioned, too. Well. Anyway. Apparently, if um, your name is Steve, you know music. Steve Sachs? My oh, middle name's Steven. Awesome saxophone player. I was part of the Steve Club there in you go. Uh, high school. Yeah. Do you okay. know music? Do I ever. You know no shit about music. I don't know. <laughs> you big liar. But that's all right. I don't think Jeffrey Ross does, and I'd still be happy to see him. I'd be ecstatic. All right, I'd watch that at least well, part of once. We can uh, we can monitor it, and if he if he does end up being a host, we yeah. can uh, have him on the podcast to talk about it. Yes, all right. He would love that. That's a podcast. That's a podcast. Yeah.